welcome to the morning lesson. I'm Miss Laura and I'm here with a Thor story. This is a fourth grade story. The story is called Thor and the Three Tasks. I hope you enjoy it. And if you are enjoying these podcasts and you'd like to continue supporting my ability to um, create these, I really would appreciate a little donation uh, towards this cause. Thank you so much in advance. Once Thor and Loki took to the Bifrost for an adventure. Someone was always tasked to watch over Loki and it was Thor's turn. The two of them rode in Thor's cart pulled by his two lively goats. You can imagine the sight of the two gods wrapped with their cloaks to keep out the chill as the large goats with their great horns trotted happily along. The two rode through Midgard to check out the people there. Thor enjoyed people. He really loved them. Loki tolerated them. They arrived at a small farm just as Sol was setting and Mani, the moon, was rising to light the night. The farmer's family greeted the gods. They invited them in and insisted the gods stay the night and sleep in the best beds. The wife was setting the table for the dinner meal, but they were humble farmers and the Harvest was not yet in. The table was meek compared to what Loki and Thor were used to eating. You remember at the pretend wedding, Thor nearly ate all the food at the Jotun's home? Well, Thor was hungry still. Loki's stomach began to growl. Loki too was a keen eater. He would often challenge others to eat as much and as fast as he could. He leaned over to Thor. Do the thing, he said. Thor looked at the meager spread before them and said, My dear farmers, this feast is lovely. I too would like to contribute to our meal together. I see you have no meat, so I will contribute my goats. And with that, Thor went out to the goats and he hit each one on the head with his hammer, Molnir. The goats dropped dead. He carefully removed their hides and he roasted their meat over the fire. When it was time to eat, he told everyone, place the bones on the skins and be careful not to nick or break or mark the bones. This is very important. Loki was watching all of this and saw how the people looked at Thor with love and gratitude. Well, they ignored Loki completely. Loki was hungry and, and his feelings were, uh, were beginning to hurt. He was turning bitter 
and envious. One might say he was hangry, if they knew that sort of word back then. Have you ever been so hungry you got angry and said unkind things or threw a fit or anything like that? Well, that's how Loki felt right then. He was envious and he was bitter. The family was made of a husband and a wife and their two children, a boy and a girl, Thofli and Roskva. Loki went to the boy, Thofli, and in a low voice, like he was telling the best secrets. Boy, 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 do you know why Thor will not let anyone break the goat's bones, do you? It's because he is selfish. He wants to keep the best bits, the marrow, to himself. But I will tell you, I think that is a shame. A fine boy like you ought to have a taste of the good marrow of these bones. Loki paused to let that sink into the boy's thoughts. This was one of Loki's great tricks to tell people what they wanted to hear and to make them think that they were entitled to what he said. Loki continued, if you want, I could distract everyone and you could snap a small bone and taste the marrow for yourselves. If you if you want, if you're interested. Of course the boy wanted it. Thafli looked at Loki with gratitude and faithfulness. Here was a god that would do something for him. At the meal, the family and the gods feasted on all the good food. There was veggie soup and multi-grain bread with nice sweet butter and there was roast goat and a sweet berry sauce to go on top. Loki was good to his word and he created a distraction and thoughtfully snapped a bone and sucked out the marrow as quick as he could. And when he was finished, he hid the bone under the others on the hide so that no one could see. When the meal was finished and everyone was helping to clean up, Thor took the two hides filled with the bones outside and he placed them on the ground. With mighty Molnir, his hammer, he tapped each of the bundles. The goats sprang back to life. Thafli and Roskova watched with delight as the goats pranced around, feeling their legs again. Mm. But one of the goats was limping. Its leg was broken. Thor saw how his goat was limping about, and he knew at once that someone had disobeyed his request. Who broke my goat's leg? He shouted and stormed. The clouds began to gather in the sky and lightning crackled all around him. I should kill all of you for disobeying me. Thafli then understood that he had been fooled. 
Loki's lips pulled up in a smirk and his eyes twinkled in delight. But Thothly was a good boy and he stepped forward and he told Thor the truth, even though he was very, very afraid. I am so sorry, Thor. I tasted the marrow of the goat's leg. I didn't understand. Please spare the others. I will take the punishment you think is right. Thor looked at the boy. This is why he liked the humans so much. Even the youngest of them could act with such honor. He caught the smug, sour look of Loki. Thor knew Loki well enough that he knew Loki had a hand in this. Thor looked back at Thothli. All right, Thothli, you are to be my servant until my goat is healed. Your sister will tend to the goats while we are away, and you will travel with Loki and me as well. Thothli could not believe his good fortune. This punishment was a gift, a blessing. He, he, a poor farm boy, would travel with the gods. Thothli raced to his room and packed a few things, and before anyone could say two words, he was back again, and Thor remarked how fast Thothli could run. If you are able to travel that swiftly, you will have no problems keeping up with Loki and myself. Come, Loki, it is time to go. I imagine Loki might have wanted to stay and wait for the goats to heal so that he would not have to walk so much. Or perhaps he turned himself into a horse or some other kind of animal that could travel more easily. I am sure he would not let Thor ride on top of him, so perhaps they all just traveled on foot. And it was decided that the three companions would take the Bifrost to Jotunheim and see what kind of adventure they could find there. In the next story, our three adventurers will be in Jotunheim. Tune in for that story. Thanks for listening. Bye.